just hit the wrong button to turn the microphone on. It's the curse of Joe Beamer. All right, I'm just trying to find a scapegoat. It is uh, Bowerly on News Radio 930 WBEN. Welcome to the show on this Monday. And I'm feeling rather manly today, I should warn you, because, uh, see, I, I've told you guys this before. I, I prefer a, uh, a smaller vehicle. I'm not a real big guy, at least height wise, so, uh, or in most other important ways. Uh, so I, I drive a very, very small SUV. I mean, the thing's a rocket, but it's on the small side. So uh, I had some damage done to it by uh, a detailer who decided to buff the plastic and scratch the hell out of it. So that had to be replaced. But the uh, the loaner vehicle that they gave me um, is actually, it, it's amazing. It, it What did they give me? You might ask. Well, uh, just stay tuned and listen, because we did that show about winter cars and the best winter car not that long ago, and what impressed you and what you and, and what you tried to sell me on. And uh, I, I just I want to say a few words about this uh, vehicle, uh, and uh, maybe we've got some fellow uh, lovers of it out there. But before we talk about anything else, it is important that we touch base with the man the legend, and the myth, Gregory Booker Wells, about yesterday's Buffalo Bills victory at a very inclement Highmark Stadium. Booker, how are you? How are you doing there, my friend? Well, I think I'm pretty much recovered from the cootsie ball. How about you? Uh, I'm still suffering a little bit, but... Yeah, you you behave too. Uh, that that yeah. did did you like the ride heading? Because we we a whole bunch of us got together and we rented a uh, a Cadillac Escalade limousine and we had like twelve people inside. It was pretty awesome. Yeah, it was fun. It was just tough trying to get down all the liquor before we got there. Oh, I don't think it was tough at all. I think we did a rather remarkable job of demolishing a bottle of uh, Peach Crown. Yeah, thanks for supplying the peach there, sir, my favorite. Well, we do have a special chant that we do whenever we have uh, a shot. So, yesterday's Bills game, you were at the game because you were at practically every single Buffalo Bills game at home or on the road. So, uh, we're watching it on TV and we're seeing rain, we're seeing a mix of precipitation. What was the uh, mood about the weather at the stadium among your fellow game-goers? Well, I, I, without trying to be stuck up or anything, I don't, the weather doesn't have anything to do with where I sit. I sit in the club seats. But it was sort of weird watching all the rain out there and the snow out there and people freezing their buns off. It's, it's kind of sad. Well, you know, as we were watching it on TV at a table, also, um, well, at a restaurant, actually, uh, but under a roof and everything, a whole bunch of us at the table, people you would know and maybe some of the listeners would know by now because they're talked about so much, uh, Jim Kadrina, Bill Mason, Gary Johnston, we were all saying, put a dome on the new stadium. What What do you think, Booker, about uh, dome versus no dome? I think it would be cool if they had a collapsible dome. Use the roof when you want. That would be perfect. I mean, I've been to other stadiums this year. And the domes are amazing, absolutely amazing. And inclement weather here, we could use it to our advantage if we wanted to. Either put the dome up or put the dome down. See, Booker, here's what confuses a lot of us, and it is if 
adverse weather like we saw yesterday affects the other teams, why wouldn't it also affect the Buffalo Bills, especially when you've got the kind of offense that the Bills have now with uh, Josh Allen and Diggs and fill in the blank? Supposedly, they're used to inclement weather, but sometimes they don't show up in the bad weather either. And we don't have a running game. Bad weather, inclement weather is suited for a team that has a running game, and we just have nil, nothing. That uh, obviously is a good point. Uh, Josh Allen was called upon several times yesterday to basically uh, make the play himself. Some were opportunistic, others were designed runs, but... Um, I am also concerned about the running game and not to get off of the Bills' victory yesterday over the New York Jets, but did you have a chance to watch uh, the Dolphins and the Chargers last night? I did see the end of it. I sure did. Well, it's amazing what ground threats can do to, if not neutralize, at least keep opposing defenses guessing as to what you're going to do. Exactly. Exactly. When you know they're going to run or you know they have to pass, such as the Bills are always third down and how many yards. You never get second down at five, second down at four. You got no running game. Well, not, what? Not to mention, they had a couple, a few drop passes yesterday, too, so I can't blame Josh or everything. No, I counted about six great opportunities that uh, were right on the numbers or close enough to the numbers to have been hauled in, but were dropped. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Dropped. Even uh, uh, number 14 dropped one, so very, can't put that on Josh Allen. No, very uncharacteristic. We are talking with my dear friend Gregory Booker-Wells on News Radio 930 WBEN. Uh, Booker is everywhere. He is ubiquitous, and he's always the best-dressed man in any room, in any city, frankly, in any country we've ever visited together. So uh, it's important that you know that because you can't see that on the radio. Um, Again, without getting into too many of the technical um, details, the running game is obviously a source of concern because Singletary sometimes, he'll have these amazing games, but didn't seem to do too much on the ground yesterday. Uh, Other guys have been called upon, and it just, Booker, it, it seems to be very, very inconsistent and unreliable, and the only guy it seems that you can rely on every single game to move the ball on the ground is your quarterback. Unfortunately, that has a lot to reflect on our offensive line. Even even our best guys were getting beat yesterday. It's pretty sad when the defensive line is in the backfield before the running back gets the ball. Did you see uh, McCaffrey's numbers yesterday? No, I didn't. Yeah, he was well over 100 yards, and uh, he was available in the sweepstakes, but uh, the yeah, move was not made, as you know, to get him. Oh, and, and I'll tell you another thing. We still need a second receiver. I mean, our, our other guys have their moments. But they're not consistent. Old Al Beckham will look pretty good about right now. Well, if if he can play, Booker, if he can play, is it? Uh, we're talking with Gregory Booker Wells about the Bills, yesterday's game, the weather, some of what you saw on the field. Um, is it a source of concern that uh, Mr. Beckham is not yet ready to work out? And he says, well, I'll be ready for the playoffs, but doesn't see much point in the regular season. Um, don't you want to take something out for a test drive before you make an investment? Well, I'm sure if they sign him, he's going to have to get medical approval through our medical staff. They haven't even brought him in. So 
What's the difference? Uh, do you have any? I mean, you you brought up Odell Beckham Jr. and uh, the sweepstakes to get him. Are, are you concerned the, about the fact that he is unwilling to uh, show off the goods to people who might want to marry him contractually? Yeah, you would have to be concerned about that. It almost sounds as if he's trying to just get a contract for next year. Because I don't think he'd be ready by the playoffs. If he was, that would be awesome. He did that last year for his former team. He'd be a great guy to have on the team, but you're right. If he's medically unclear to play, I wouldn't even take a chance with him. Talking with Gregory Booker Wells on News Radio 930 WBEN. Who is um, what? Who or what is the answer for the rest of this year and into the playoffs on the ground? How how do you um, how do you establish a running game when we're so far into the season and we we don't have a Thurman Thomas anymore? Well, just a couple of games before this game, they actually started having a running game. But then you get up against the better defenses, like the Jets, who are one of the best defenses in the NFL, we're going to have problems. If our offensive linemen keep getting beat, we're not going to have a running game. It doesn't matter if, if God rest his soul, Gale Sayers was back there. If he can't get through the line, he's not going to do any good. No running game with no offensive line. Uh, Gregory Booker Wells is with us on News Radio 930 WBEN. Take us inside the stadium. And again, you are somewhat sequestered uh, in your club seats, somewhat to some degree. But uh, how how frustrating, uh, how frustrated were the fans at the game with the lack of real productivity offensively early in the game? There was a lot of chagrin people there, Tom. You don't know what to expect. First few series, they couldn't do anything. When they got the first touchdown, thank God, breath of fresh air. And then the defense, thank God, they were playing well. But, man, until they got 20 points on the board, I didn't even relax. I thought they were going to come back with the the 57 seconds left. So score a touchdown and get a two-point conversion. Thank God that didn't happen. Yeah, none of us, uh, actually none of us at the table yesterday because of the 13-second fiasco relaxed yep. until the clock said zero 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 because we know that all kinds of things can happen, including a blocked punt yesterday, Booker, by the New York Jets. Unreal. Once again, you're talking about your line. You got a weak line. Defensive line's great. Offensive line, they got a lot of work to do. Or they need to go get some free agents with experience and I don't know what to do about our offensive line. They're just getting beat. When when you're looking at your quarterback on the ground and you're standing up because he's getting sacked or beat, that's pitiful. That is pitiful. Look at the game, man. Our offensive line, they're all standing up looking at Josh Allen on the ground. Is, is there anybody that you would care to single out in particular by name as a disappointment on the offensive line? I wouldn't want to put that on anybody, but our top player who is up for man of the year is one of the guys that uh, disappointed me a lot. Uh, After the game yesterday uh, in a live news conference heard on our sister station, um, one of the reporters, uh, I'll paraphrase, said to Josh Allen, is this a Super Bowl winning offense? Or I don't think this is a Super Bowl winning offense. And Josh just said, okay. And kind of shrugged it off. Um, is this, Booker, a Super Bowl winning offense? Nope. Nope. 
they 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 had big plays earlier in the season. I mean, you got you're bringing back John Brown, who, who has no hands. Uh, Josh is having some problems finding the, the underneath people. Several passes he threw downfield, and he had people underneath would have gained yards and yards and yards. So I, I think he's still having some issues with uh, finding the field. Is it is it finding the field, or is it mechanical with the elbow as you look at it? Uh, no, he's got a strong arm. I don't think he's got anything to do with this elbow. It's in his head. If you if you if you have a guy downfield, and you want to make the big plays. I understand that, but when you got guys you can dump the ball off to, and the process of going down the field, and you don't see them, that's going to be an issue. Uh, the the uh, defensive side of the ball, Booker, uh, talked about the great job the defense did yesterday. And uh, before we get specifically into that, uh, Wilson, the Jets quarterback, I it is very rare that you see an athlete with the kind of personal determination and guts as Wilson had yesterday. Uh, when Milano hit him with the shoulder pad, he looked by, by the by the third hit. The dude looked as though he was in absolute agony. Yes, it seemed like it was going to be another one of those games when the Miami quarterback went out, came back the second half and beat the Bills. But uh, White took a beating, man. Milano, Russo, Von Miller was at the game. He didn't play, but he was there because. I'm sure they were using a lot of the techniques that he's taught them, and they looked a whole lot better in coverages and tackling. And I, I, I say that would be a lot to do with Von Miller helping those two guys out. Well, you know, the, the cohesion of the team, Booker, I mean, many, many years ago, as you are aware, the expression bickering bills entered the local yep. lexicon, and it was so nice to learn about the fact that before the game, uh, every Buffalo Bill was wearing Von Miller shirts. Oh, I didn't realize that. That's I heard I heard that on the radio, so uh, it's it's got to be true. Um, it, can you address what Rousseau and his return means? Well, he's a good edge rusher. He's a good uh, run stopper, and he's intelligent. He's all over the field. Him maturing is going to mean a whole lot to the Bills going through the playoff process. He's going to be big. And, and Milano, he's a pro bowler. What else can you say about that guy? He's just all world. Well, you know, we talk about um, courage on the field as demonstrated by the Jets quarterback yesterday. But Milano, despite the fact that he put in one incredible effort and had a tremendous game, and you're right, pro bowl season for him, he's still not at 100%. He was walking gingerly off the field a few times. I noticed that and a couple of stiff shots to the foot will help them every game. Unfortunately, they still do that stuff, you know. Let me let me turn the question around on you that uh, we asked about the offense. Is this a Super Bowl winning defensive team? Oh yeah, definitely. We're missing some people, but with our defensive line working the way it is, and our linebackers starting to come around, our corners are starting to cover a little better. And uh, some of our guys are still healing, but they're getting better. I think they're Super Bowl defense for sure. I think they're still second in the league. I'm not sure. You know, the the thing that concerns me, uh, and maybe it shouldn't, but anytime I hear, uh, for example, the Jets have third and long. Too many times this season, Booker, and again, I don't have the stats in front of me, but just uh, from, from memory and recollection, 
uh, teams that uh, usually don't are able to convert third and long against the Buffalo Bills defense, no matter how good it is. Well, it's because they go into soft coverage, they go into zone coverage, and they go away from the man-to-man coverage, which is always going to leave spots open on the field, unfortunately. This may seem like a really stupid question, but uh, you talked about uh, the lack of a running game and the need for Josh Allen to do more than uh, most quarterbacks are called upon to do. What is, what is your overall sense of Josh Allen at this point in the season? Previous conversations, uh, you've talked about uh, injuries to his uh, his head, concussion issues. Uh, today you talked about inability to uh, spot people uh, downfield uh, as, as you assess the situation, what is your overall grade? What needs improving by Josh Allen? Josh Allen got a lot of heart and got to give it to them. But sometimes I think he's still trying to put the whole team on his back, unfortunately. And, and that's what only what's working right now. But I think down the road, as I said right before we first drafted him, he's going to be a good acquisition. He's going to learn every year. He's going to get better and better and better. He's just got a little more mentally focused on some things in the game during the game. I think you get so excited. Sometimes his mind wanders, you know what I'm saying? Right, a little attention deficit disorder thing? Yeah, you could say that. <laughs> you could say that. The uh, eye is a whole niner. We're going to hear about that. Um, hold, hold on. Hold on, Booker, if you would. want to talk more about uh, the stands, the fans, and uh, even though you were not personally victimized by it, uh, the weather, because I was watching you on 360 uh, during the uh, tailgate portion of the pregame and followed your progress into the stadium from uh, tailgating, presumably with uh, Jordan Poyer's uncle or something. So stay with us on News Radio 930 WBEN. Uh, talking about yesterday's game from just with, with a guy who's a fan, big fan of the Buffalo Bills, does not think that this is a Super Bowl offense does think it is a Super Bowl defense maybe you were at the game yesterday one of those people one of those hardy rugged souls enduring all that mother nature could throw at us and boy did she stay with us on news radio 930 WBEN Gregory Booker Wells uh, there's a certain rule by the way uh, when out uh, if you see Booker I am 50 feet from Booker at least well no more than 50 feet from Booker at any given time and likewise uh, with Booker and when I'm standing by myself people say where is Booker and I look a 50 foot radius there he is same thing with him no matter where we go whether it's Florida whether it's uh, Jamaica whether it's uh, wherever uh, it is uh, it's just a rule of life talking about the uh, Buffalo Bills game yesterday the win over the Jets Booker talking about some of his concerns about the team some of the uh, good notes about the team but mentioned heading into the break Booker that uh, I was watching you on Life 360 and basically stalking you and living my life through what you are doing and uh, I saw you in the tailgate area for quite a while what was the weather like and what were people in you know in fandom uh, during the tailgate portion of yesterday's events saying about the weather. Bring it on, this is great, or what? Buffalo fans don't complain about the weather. I was talking to some other people. I said, man, we must have the best tailgate in the city, in the world, actually. These people are smiling, they're happy, they're having their cocktails, they're sharing their food. It's a good atmosphere, man. I walk in like every... Every five, six steps, somebody's offering me something. And then I always end up at the 12 gates, tailgate. That's where I run into 
the Josh Allens, the the Poyers, the Tucks from the Sabres. They're like superstars at tailgate. And it's heated. It's it's such a nice experience. So uh, gate. <laughs> yeah, I, I know you're a big fan. I think your Jeep is also a big fan. I think I might have been in that Jeep uh, on on several occasions. The the age range of the fans. See, Booker, I mean, you're a little bit older than I am. Certainly in much better shape and much better looking. I have to grant you that. But um, you know, when somebody is in their 20s or 30s the idea of sitting out there bundled up dealing with the rain the freezing rain the snow it really doesn't bother you that much but when you start to be maybe oh i don't know 50 like i am uh 60 or older it doesn't seem nearly as attractive to sit out there um, under the elements like we had yesterday. Uh, did, did you notice it? Was it a, a younger crowd yesterday, or was it just the same faces you see all the time? Man, most of the old folks got club seats or, or boxers or something because them young people, out there, they're still taking their shirts up and stuff. It's 28 degrees outside. They're having a ball. Most of them are just playing drunk anyway. But <laughs> it, it, it's the truth, man. Party, party on, boy. Buffalo fans and winter weather, they go together like peanut butter and jelly. Mm. Well, the um, the Dolphins fans showed up big time in Inglewood uh, last night, one of your favorite uh, stadiums. Uh, you were there earlier this year. Um, they were making a lot of noise in the lower bowl. The Jets fans, were there many Jets fans in attendance yesterday? Was there noise, anything significant and measurable? No, nah, it was sparse. There was one Jet fan in our club area. I didn't see many Jet jerseys, not many at all. I don't think they had a good showing. Um, very interesting. What uh, Again, not, not to get uh, too terribly technical, but uh, was there a play of the game as, as you saw it? Oh, it would have to be Josh Allen's running for the touchdown. But then again, it could have been – Knox's dive for the touchdown. It's two big plays there on the offensive side. And then on the defensive side, it was actually two plays in succession where they hit the quarterback pretty good. Russo hit him once, and then Milano hit him another time. That sort of turned the game around a little bit. We knew the defense was going to come through. But it's for the offense when you got to depend on Josh. And Knox, thank God, he was back in the game. He had a great run, great dive, hurdle. Luckily, he didn't get hurt. But between Josh and um, – and not probably the most important offensive plays. Not much of digs. Three run, three, yeah, three catches. How were okay. the Jets able to neutralize Stephon Diggs? They had two men on him. They were blocking him right off the line every time, every time. So which would have kept Davis open a lot, but didn't get much action going towards Davis. Oh yeah, Diggs was having a problem. Well, not a problem, but they they manned him twice. They had two guys on him every time. You shut down a receiver, you can shut down a receiver. Just up to the quarterback to find the open receivers. Yeah, I mean, you you can. We talked about this earlier, but you can put me in the category of somebody who says, if we're going to spend this much money on a stadium, I want a dome. I want a venue that can be used all year round for major big market concerts, uh, an entertainment destination. I'd like to see it something special. I know that the fans are mostly going to be covered under the artist's rendition of the stadium that is to come, but the field is still going to be exposed. And I, I would argue 
argue that the, and I don't think you disagree with this because we talked about this earlier, that the, the weather affects teams equally. And the Bills That's practice true. inside. That's true. They don't practice. Sometimes they practice in the weather, but mainly inside. But as, as far as our Josh Allen, he, he's got a strong enough arm to play in that weather. There's not many quarterbacks in the NFL that can do what he does in, in inclement weather. So that is an advantage, but not that much of an advantage. You think it's overrated? Yep. Yeah. Now, let's talk about uh, – uh, you, you saw some of the Dolphins-Chargers uh, game. I hope the Bills spent a lot of time seeing how the Chargers were able to uh, make Tua look almost like a mere mortal, although the Tyreek Hill um, <laughs> fumble recovery in for a touchdown, that, that yeah. is this one of the strangest plays you're ever going to see in the National Football League. Yeah, they they uh, they were hitting Tyreek Hill off the line. They kept showing it. They had one, two people sometimes hitting him, getting off the line. The only reason he got the touchdown is the corner that was checking him fell down. Yeah, and then the the, the fumble was uh, just amazing. That see I, when I saw Tyreek Hill get pick up the fumble and then circle around and just tear ass into the end zone. I have to admit, Booker, my very first thought was, you know what? The Bills get in the Super Bowl, and it's a close game. That is the kind of play on which they're going to lose. It's going to be a big play. It's going to be like Greek Greek tragedy, drama. That was my first thought, and I say that because, uh, you know, born and raised in Buffalo, I've kind of come to expect that. The the Dolphins game coming up, Booker, uh, there's some talk that it is going to be a very snowy game. And some people are saying, well, if the Dolphins couldn't give us air conditioning back in September, why should we give them heat in December? Any thoughts along those lines? Well, you got to realize if, if we don't give them heat, the Bills can't have heat either. Right. So uh, what's the advantage of that? Well, the, the, the thinking of the dome-free crowd is, well, our guys are used to it and they're not. They ought to be able to deal with it. Yeah. Cold weather is cold weather, man. And I don't think many of the Bills are want to go into below zero weather with no heaters. Hmm. Um, have a lot of your friends who go to the games with you, have they, uh, have, have they turned on us? Have they sold their tickets to uh, Miami people coming to Buffalo to watch the Dolphins? No, there's going to be a few people going to the Dolphins game. Uh, matter of fact, I actually sold my tickets. I hate to say it. <gasps> Perish the thought. The only good news is that means we get to hang out with you on Saturday night. So there is be there to commentate the game. Yes, it's like having one's own in-house uh, commentator. For you, of course, we, we must make an exception uh, and exemption to the normal rules of 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 fandom. You know, as far as the uh, as far as the Saturday night game, I've heard more than a few people. Uh, express some concern that in addition to the ordinary drunkenness, there's going to be an increased level of drunkenness because of the day of the week and the time of the game. You uh, have, Has that been your experience in games gone by? Absolutely. you got to realize they start drinking earlier in the day. Even though it's a Saturday night game, there'll be people. I, I don't think the lot opens until 12 or 2 o'clock, but there'll be drink, people out there pre-partying before they even get the tailgate. And it gets kind of ridiculous. And you, you think about the people trying to drive home and more chance of having accidents if drunk drivers are out. But they're going to have the sheriff's patrol out for that. Their DWI patrol is going to be out for that game. 
Oh, indeed. Well, Booker knows uh, about car accidents. Uh, Booker, if you don't know, is uh, a retired Buffalo Fire Department firefighter and uh, has uh, done his fair share of saving lives over the years, Gregory Booker Wells. So after yesterday's game, and again, I prefer to watch the games on TV where it's nice and warm and cozy and snuggly and comfortable. I'm not saying that you and I snuggle, but you get the idea. It was uh, we, we watched it in the comfortable confines of a local restaurant. What, what was the buzz after the game? Were people expressing the same kind of concerns you are about the inability to establish a consistent running game? and uh, concerns, as you see them, uh, about Josh missing perhaps some available targets? I didn't see it. I just saw a lot of happy people saying, we won. (laughs) We won. Just win the game. I mean, did did we get spoiled early in the year with those incredible offensive uh, outbursts, in particular the uh, season opener against the defending Super Bowl champions? Yeah, we had everyone fooled. We thought we were going to be the best offense in the NFL. And now we can't fool anybody. We got to have the big plays at the end of the game to win a game. I'd like to see them play one complete game and dominate and go up and down the field like they get a couple weeks ago. Now, but as we get further down the stretch, eh. well, Booker, I have to ask you this um, because this has been on my mind. Um, are the Buffalo Bills now that we've seen several weeks of the Buffalo Bills, to say the least? Um, are they going to make the Super Bowl? Anything's possible with Josh Allen. Anything's possible with Josh Allen. Uh, I can't, I look forward to having to play Kansas City here for the division championship. Payback. I'm looking forward to that. As long as they can stay in first place and ahead of Kansas City, they'll be coming here for the championship game. I don't. I don't trust Mahomes and Kelsey anywhere. They're just too good together. Buffalo, yeah, Kansas are, City. They yeah, they are. But I. I think the Bills will be up for that game. After You're, going to what they did, no, they'll be up for that game. Very no way to come out of here with a win. With a win. Um, one more question for you, Booker, and that is um, watching the game on TV. So a lot of people, you saw some people without shirts on, people holding up their D in the fences. Uh, but a lot of people bundled up, had hats on. You saw how the coaches were dressed on the sidelines. What, what, what were you wearing yesterday? A suit, any kind of overcoat, any kind of protection for your fine tailored suits? I had my navy blue suit on, man, in long time, but I had my suit on. I represented. <laughs> oh, man. I, uh, I can't even begin to count how many suits you have, and you never see the same one twice. Uh, anything that I did not ask you about yesterday's game that uh, you want to bring up from the fans' perspective? Yeah, but there's just one thing, and you were talking about the new stadium. You do realize it's only going to hold 60,000 people. Yes, sir. It's going to be a lot of people that aren't going to be able to go to games anyway. Yes, sir. And they're going to go to the season ticket holders first. And you've been a season ticket holder since when? Oh, God. 40 years now. I'm not worried. (laughs) Yeah. Well, Gregory Booker-Wells, it is always a pleasure to speak with you and get your take on the game and the atmosphere surrounding the game and tailgating and all that kind of stuff. And uh, I I lied. Just one more question. Did you run into any more of the relatives of any of the Buffalo Bills players yesterday when you were tailgating? Did you yesterday run into the Poyer family, the Allen family, and so on and so forth? 
There was no one from the Allen family. Uh, that tough guy for the Sabres, he was there for a minute. Uh, Poyer, I saw Poyer's uncle when we were out of town in Detroit. And uh, he actually took a picture with me to show him to his, his mom. He said, oh, you're Greg, you're Booker, right? I said, yeah, yeah. He said, can I get a picture with you? I'm doing Poyer's uncle. I said, oh, awesome. Well, we we should point we should point out that you don't have to be Jordan Poyer's uncle to get a picture taken with Booker. He's got to be the most photographed man in all of Western New York. And the funny thing is, if Booker and I walk into a place, no, I, I become invisible. It's all about Booker, which is fine by me. Um, I will see you soon and talk to you and send you nasty texts uh, before then. Okay, and I know what you're talking about. (laughs) (laughs) We're already looking ahead to next October. I mean, that's uh, that's our social planning. All right, man, I will see you soon. Talk to you soon, Booker. Love you. Love you, brother. Take it easy. Gregory Booker-Wells joining us on uh, News Radio 930 WBEN. And uh, he really is, i got to tell you about uh, Booker. He is uh, just a tremendous, tremendous human being. Uh, we've been very, very close for a number of years, and the, uh, uh, the the great thing is he literally, literally has dropped some very, very, very important things in order to uh, be able to uh, come to a hospital or a doctor's office to uh, take me to or pick me up from uh, one of the surgeries. And you know what? He would give you the shirt off of his back, uh, and you know this, uh, and we always have to toast with uh, Crown Peach. That is a rule. All right, it is uh, two fifty-one at News Radio nine thirty WBEN. You know, I want to spend a little bit of time talking about this, um, talking about the dome aspect of the game. The, I, and I see, I, I got a little bit of a problem here because I understand that most people who are really, really, really into the Buffalo Bills are probably not listening to this radio station, but I suspect that there are some people who are amongst the more, uh, shall we say, casual fans who very well might be tuned in to News Radio 930 WBEN. And everybody can have an opinion on this. Do you, the, the way the stadium, the new stadium is going to be built, okay, most fans are going to be covered, but the playing field itself is going to be exposed. Now, personally, I am not sold on the idea that just because you have a home field and it is in the depths and the bowels of winter that your team automatically has an advantage because your guys are used to the cold weather and a warmer weather team simply can't handle themselves uh, with the kind of uh, inclemency that Buffalo's weather can throw at them. And I really, you know what? We're going to spend this much money on a stadium. And I know that some of you are going to say, we shouldn't be spending any money on the stadium whatsoever. And look, you are entitled to your opinion. But I happen to believe that whether or not you have watched a down of football in your life. By the way, my mother has started to watch the Buffalo Bills games. I kid you not. My father would be rolling over in his grave if he knew the old lady was watching the team. But my mom watches the games. But, see, she's never going to go to one because she's not going to sit outside in that kind of weather like you guys experienced yesterday at the game. And I wonder how many of you believe that 
we need a domed stadium. See, I happen to think that, and we've talked about this before, we're building this new stadium. Wouldn't it be nice to have not just a new stadium, but a stadium that can be used the entire year? A stadium into which you can bring any anybody who is ever on the road performing, for whom the arena simply isn't big enough, and it's going to seat, for a football game anyway, sixty roughly 60,000 people. But it, it, I, personally, I would like to see this be a year-round revenue generator, bringing in major events beyond football. Look, some of you hate the NFL. I get it. I wasn't a big fan of the NFL a few years ago myself, but turns out that I was a bigger fan of hanging out with my friends while watching the game uh, than I was of adhering to principle. So I think that's called hypocrisy. But I personally would like to see a domed stadium. I don't buy this argument that, well, the other teams coming from warm weather climates, they're automatically intimidated when they've got to come to Buffalo in December or January. I don't buy it. I think that the, the weather should never be a factor in deciding the game. And I counted six drops yesterday. Six. Yeah, I, I literally would say number one, number two. Now, I counted six occasions where Josh made the connection and the ball was dropped, was not held onto, should have been receptions, and they were incomplete passes. And I wonder to what extent the weather had an effect on that. Now, Sean McDermott is never, ever, he's, he's the head coach of the Buffalo Bills, he's never, ever, ever going to blame the weather on any lack of spark for the offense, okay? But it, it's it seems to me, and I, I disagree with Booker. I don't think it should be a retractable dome. Retractable domes are absurdly expensive even to open up. You can look that up uh, online. It costs tens of thousands of dollars to open and then close a retractable dome. Seriously. Press an on switch, you're looking at tens of thousands of dollars. But I think the people of Western New York deserve a year-round domed stadium. And I'm probably not preaching to the choir on this particular occasion because there are so many events that you could do all year round uh, that would make it a destination location many times a year as opposed to just the Buffalo Bills home games. And you know what? In for a penny, in for a pound, as far as I'm concerned— I'd like to see a dome stadium. How many of you who actually go to the games, okay, do you really enjoy sitting out there getting rained upon, snowed upon, sleeted upon, freezing rained upon? Yeah, people look, some of them, like they weren't feeling any pain. Grant you that, no problem. But that, to me, um, is a younger person's thing. 20s or 30s, I would do that with other friends that I had way back then, okay? You don't think about it when you're in your 20s or your 30s. But unless you've got a box or club seats like Booker has, the thought of sitting outside three, three and a half or more hours in the kind of weather we witnessed yesterday, 
it, it's just it's not something that really does it for me. Uh, but I'd, I'd like to talk a little bit about this if it is of any interest to you, and I hope it is. I got to figure if my mom is watching the Buffalo Bills, many of you who are not quote unquote sports fans are probably watching too. And look, I own the fact that I'm a bandwagon fan, which basically means I'm an entertainment fan. Entertain me, and you've got my attention. Don't entertain me, and you don't, whether you're a movie, a TV show, or a sports franchise. And I don't live and die with the Buffalo Bills, but uh, I feel good for my friends who are huge football fans when they win because I know they're going to have a good week. It's Bowerly on News Radio 930 WBE, and I'll take some calls on this.